Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome to Mind Body TV. We are here with our third week of our Mind Body Miracles series, where I wanted to bring individuals on who've been in the work with me, working with me live in the Embracing Health program, who've had really um, big breakthroughs, insights, uh, healing from all kinds of really severe physical illness, and realizing that there's a, a deeper component going on beyond just the physical that affects what's happening us physically what's happening within us physically. Um, and so I wanted to have them share their stories, share what this journey is actually like, because it's not always like an instantaneous pop into a, a whole new body and a whole new consciousness. Sometimes there's actually a lot of things that come up when we um, empower ourselves, when we take this journey, when we choose to uh, awaken. And it can look different for everyone, but there are a lot of things that we can share that like help us go through this journey and help us understand what uh, that what's happening within us is not a problem. It's actually part of the healing process. So I want to welcome everyone who's here live and hello to everyone who's listening to the recording or um, watching the listening to the podcast. I would love to hear where you're tuning in from. I know we have Gemma here, so hello. And we have someone in Facebook from Montreal. Uh, let me just make sure all the technology is working correctly, that we have everyone in the mind-body community and we're able to connect. Um, and you can just tune in with where you're streaming from. Hello, Sarah from Utah, Georgia from Canada, someone in Facebook from BC, Half Moon Bay, BC, someone in Facebook from Madrid, another person from Utah. I myself am over here in Colorado, Danielle from Atlanta, Marsha from Illinois, Becky from Oxnard, Allison from Minnesota, years healing from environmental sensitivities over here. Awesome. That's one of the things we're going to be talking about today. Rebecca from Oxnard. We have Marisa from Nebraska, Annika from Sweden. Karen from San Fran, Rita from British Columbia. Awesome, I will keep tuning in as we go. So great. Um, I have Steve Thompson here with me today, who is from Scotland. And he reached out um, because he had some really incredible breakthroughs with chemical sensitivities, multiple chemical sensitivities, where he was like not able to walk around outside, car exhaust and other environmental pollution pollutants would just put him over the edge into really, really severe illness. He wasn't capable of really functioning well in the world. Um, multiple kinds of food allergies, which was also tied in with this. And his life just became like a kind of a chaotic mess of constantly fearing his body going into this like massive reaction against what's going on in his environment or in his food. Um, and he had joined the Embracing Health program and really began to see um, a difference where from a 10 down to a three of the severity of symptoms, but also even as things would continue to be there with the flare-ups, he realized, well, I, I know where to go within myself to get a handle on this instead of feeling like I'm in no man's land and constantly a victim to my environment or a victim to my food, constantly reacting, uh, began to see things that were going on in his system that he could uh, allow to be very different. So he had a 
different result physically. So he is here today to share some of his experience through this journey and his experience with Embracing Health. So welcome, Steve Thompson from Scotland. Thanks very much, Kim. So why don't you just share a little bit about um, what, what you were going through, what this illness was like, what doctors told you, uh, what you were struggling with when you came to this work? Yeah, um, began in 2008, so I'm aged 58 now, so I was 45 at the time, and I had to, no no record of anything like that. I had asthma as a, as a child, which it says I kind of allergic reaction, I had that for years, but that pretty much gone. So, and, um, and what was it you had as a child, you said? Asthma. Oh, yeah. asthma as a child, yep, which yeah. is really common that goes along with this yes. kind of a picture, yep. Well, they say that now, but in, in my day, which was a while ago, there was no inhaler. So in the middle of the night, I had to take a tablet and it took two hours to work. So I, I set off on this journey of probably as a child, fear, can't breathe, nothing to do. You know, so I think that probably has been my history. I was like five, six, seven, eight, nine, but that, that had been largely controlled. And I, I, I was, I was um, not thinking about that. So Okay. So there were no inhalers. So it wasn't like an instantaneous solution with this severe asthma. It was, you had to take a pill and it took a couple hours to work and then all the, the fear associated with that. Yep. Which we know, you know, with the study of psychoneuroimmunology, that fear response with even the early, earliest symptoms can kick off a massive inflammation throughout the body that like shuts down healing and prevents our body from restoring harmony and health. So it can really set off quite a cycle of uh, a disturbance with what then causes food allergies, environmental, you know, chemical sensitivities and reactivity, which is your immune system just way over reacting to what's going on in your environment instead of just allowing it to clear. It's like a massive reaction. If any of you who are listening have had chemical sensitivities, I mean, you can really feel like such a victim, like I can't even leave my house uh, I had one client I worked with who had to, she created a whole home that was like, she called it her bubble because everything in the home was clean and, you know, anti-allergenic and special solutions she would use for the floors. And it was like, she had to live her whole life in this bubble to make it work. So uh, a lot of compassion for what is is happening in the body with that. And, and you know, interesting, but I, I didn't know anything like that at the time. I wish I'd known when I was a child you know, but you're just trying to breathe, basically. So um, so then I, I was okay for a while. And then when I was 45, I don't know if this triggered it, but I, I tore my Achilles tendon playing sport. I played a lot of sport. Basically, what that meant was I sat in, sat in the couch for six months. I didn't do anything. I didn't express myself. I didn't work. I just kind of sat there. So then when I got back into the world, that's, that's when I first had a bad stomach and... And it was like reflux and went to the doctor and didn't know anything about allergies. Uh, they didn't either. <laughs> so it was like take omeprazole, which is a thing that stops your stomach acid um, being produced. So I'm still eating all these foods and taking it. I, just, I think that's probably what caused me to sensitize because for a couple of years, I'm carrying on doing whatever it is and taking the tablets, which is just um, um, destroying oh, wow. So a couple years of, of taking omeprazole, omeprazole, which is like a proton pump inhibitor, mm -hmm. stops the acid in the stomach. It, it actually, it's great in the very, very short term. You're like, oh, I feel better. But it isn't actually doing anything to help the underlying problem. So you're never really going to heal. And many, many things can get worse when we treat things chronically with suppressing the symptoms. 
So interesting because you, you tore your Achilles and then sat on the couch for six months and all this severe stomach reflux started up, which, you know, we understand, I, as a, as a physician, understand how much, you know, even just like sitting in that position in the couch and like lamping around, you're not moving a lot, really alters the mechanics physically of like how your diaphragm sits at the bottom of your rib cage, right over the stomach. And now that helps the esophagus do its job, which is to close at the bottom of you know the esophagus. So the stomach acid stays in the stomach, doesn't come back up into the lungs and the airway. Uh, so there are a lot of things mechanically that could be, have been going on that could have been looked at at that time, but there you are, you, you've got a meprazole and you, you just kept taking that for a couple of years. Yeah. So I can't exactly remember the detail, but, but basically it wasn't, it was after a couple of years, nothing was working. I was having to take double strength and I was still getting reflux and, and various things seemed to make it worse. So I, I can't exactly remember the order, but somewhere, I mean, to, I, I have been lucky to find people like you sort of spontaneously, you know, like people that just a leaflet falls into your lap or something. So at that point, um, it was a food allergy lady I found, a lady just like a private medical person said, oh, I'm a special food. I don't even know why I thought about it, but basically I went along to her and she said, definitely allergic you know did the testing allergic to various things milk was the obvious one so i'd been drinking milk and eating cheese and she says that's that's um causing you problems and i stopped the meprazole and went on to an antihistamine and Im immediately got a good you know a good bit better because i wasn't i wasn't taking the things that i had um been taken mm -hmm. but somewhere in that time i mean you feel really odd because at that point, everything everything seemed to sensitize me to everything else. So everything had, sensitizes you to everything else. Yeah, this is the, yeah. the biggest thing. Your whole immune system, nervous system, digestive system goes into reactivity and everything becomes imbalanced. So it's like you have, you, you know, you have a cup of tea with a bit of milk in it and you go out and suddenly find the perfumes are tasting disgusting and you're like, you know, it took me probably five car fumes. Years. Oh, wow. So yeah, you're more reactive to the car fumes and to the environment because of this other underlying imbalance. I think so. Although nobody's ever told me this, but all, all I know is I could taste it. And then, then I would drink out a plastic bottle because the, the petrochemicals is what plastic is. So I'd be like, oh, taste of plastic would be horrible. I still, you know, for, for a long while I couldn't take, um, yeah, I can imagine that, Melinda. For a long time I couldn't take, um, any medicine that was in like a plastic capsule or anything really so of course that gives you a lot of fear of what happens if i have a heart attack or something and and you know so you start to think and of course you can't really tell many people because they think you're a bit crazy <laughs> so it becomes this kind of secretive you know there's no there's no, i mean certainly in scotland there's no self-help groups for chemical sensitivity. i think it's really pretty universal when when we have situations like that we may be, even think we're crazy because if there's not a lot understood about why is the body becoming so reactive i know when i had this autoimmune disease diagnosed for me it wasn't about okay i get it here's the meds i need here's the lifestyle changes i need for me it was wait a minute why is my body so reactive why is my body overreacting? What's happening that's creating all of this inflammation and imbalance? And let me look there. But for a lot of, um, of people, there's not a lot to understand, like, why is this happening? 
So it can make you feel a little crazy because you're so severely symptomatic. Absolutely. And I think also up until that point, I mean, I obviously no medical brain, but I would be what I would call a fixer. And my dad was a fixer, which means the opposite of most men. Most men supposedly ignore all their symptoms. I'd be like, something wrong with my nose. I'm going to the doctor, take a thing, it goes away. So for, for 40 years, I had fixed and I thought I, I I thought I was really good at fixing things, whether it's sports injuries or, you know, just making them go away, really, which, of course, is the opposite. You're a fixer. Yeah, you want to fix the thing. So now I'm like, this is the first thing that I can't fix. And doctors, they don't, they're just looking at me saying, oh, well, you know, take a pill. And I suddenly felt like my, my whole strategy was not working. Mm -hmm. So, um, so, so, yeah. What, what what happened then and how did you um come to this work well probably five years of struggle where it's like okay i now know i have to read every ingredient in the supermarket there's 20 ingredients i'm allergic to five of them but i don't know which five so there's a process of trial and error for years oh right i can't do oh and also the labeling is much better now so 10 years ago it didn't say may have traces of milk on it so you would take something that you thought was fine, and then a year later, it would the, the same product would say it may have traces of milk on it. Oh. So there was this constant, and of course that plays into the whole fixing, figuring out, fixing, figuring out. Fixing and figuring it out. Constantly yeah. on the hamster wheel of fix it and figure it out. Yeah. It, I think for people with chemical sensitivities, that just becomes like a way of life. On guard, constantly cool. looking and guarding. You're in somebody's house, they've got these little diffuser things that they smell, Ugh. and you're like, oh, what, what do I do? Do I go outside? Do I hold my breath? You know, and, and you just, it was, there's so many little things. I could bore you for hours about all the little smelly things, which, and it's not just a smell. It can have, it, you get systemically ill. You just, just feel terrible. And then you then, I mean, if you're allergic to, say, cashew nuts, you don't take cashew nuts for 12 weeks. And then you're fine. How do you how do you get away from car fumes for twelve weeks? At some point, I mean, you you, you just have to yeah. just do your best. You're <laughs> allergic to the world. I was, yeah, I, I was, but just. Yeah. So then, what happened? So you said for about five years, how did you um, come to this work with embracing health and in this what we're doing? Yeah. Good question. So, um, I mean, I've always, uh, I, I went from being an engineer to being a coach. I've been a coach for 17 years. Before that, I was a, a thinker. I was a chemical engineer. My dad was a mechanical engineer, which fits into the, the masculine model. But that really wasn't me. So I've got used to doing workshops and webinars and I've done loads of Tony Robbins stuff. I've done, I've done loads of other stuff, but it was nothing to do with health. It was to do with my personal development and a coach so i'm used to um you know i get so many emails from everybody around the world but i hadn't been i hadn't needed to look for help before so um so i suppose the next five years was it's it's um it's under control but it's not going away i've been sleeping sitting up for about 10 years to avoid reflux um well sleeping sitting up for 10 years yeah, it's not it's not comfortable i've got i've had various back problems um i went and had an endoscope i mean i think you've um said this with, with people that seem to come to this work there's never anything really wrong you know when i go and find an endoscope it's oh well, we can't see anything i'm like well look if i lie down in five minutes i've got acid coming up here and they're like oh well sorry 
So it, there never seems to be anything that you can actually fix. But of course, the lesson for me is stop trying to fix it, maybe. Yeah. So so five years of, it's okay, but I, I could still do with this being bad, you know. So uh, so basically, I found you through the Tapping World Summit. Um, I was just into everything, including tapping, but I don't really do it properly. You know, I'll have a wee go and, and so on and so forth. So I, I remember quite clearly that I, I, I very nearly signed up in 2018, which was the first time I came across you in the Tapping World Summit. But the way my life was, I, I played a tennis match on a Thursday night for my whole life. So I'd be like, oh, I can't do that because I play tennis. And I thought, you know, that was the sort of level of commitment. I just I just didn't sign up because I was busy that night. <laughs> so the thing, the thing about the thing about the, the food allergies and the chemical sensitivities is they sort of come and go. So if you go through a good spell of a week, you're fine. You just forget about it. And then you then you have a bad a bad week and you oh, I wish I'd signed up for that that program. So so um I signed up in 2020 so just just completed the year i haven't and i noticed a lot of people have done the apology for years i've this is just one year so i feel i've it's really been great and i don't feel i've been practicing it for years so some of the stuff i, I still feel like i'm um, consciously competent i'm got to remember to do this got to remember you know i'm forgetting it all oh, right i need to remember whatever it is and um, so so um any other questions? That's that's how. So so, what have you noticed? It, yeah, share because you you've shared you've noticed quite a significant difference, and I, I'd love you to share that. Yeah, I have noticed a significant difference. I think um, I think I mean in in the past, I I kind of found that sort of trying to clear a little bit of anger from here, like breathing in and breathing out. I've I found that sometimes doing that with anger and the reflux went away. So I'm like, okay, is it is is it all food or you, you know? So and I do think um I don't want to go into personality types, but I've got a forward looking which isn't good, and um totally avoid negative emotions. <laughs> Fear, ignore, in, yeah. you know, sadness, ignore. Yeah. So it's been looking for a way to come up, I, I think, and so. Yeah. The anger, the anger is looking for a way to come up yeah, and it will physicalize absolutely. if we don't make space to express that emotion. Yeah, physicalize. So I think through listening, I, I, I mean, I love the kind of um, re repetitiveness. I don't mean repetitive, but you'll say certain things and I'll miss it the first three times and then then I'll hear it. And, and so I, I realized there was a lot of fear. I hadn't really figured, a lot of fear associated with this. So I started thinking of, Trusting, I also realized that my relationship with my body, they talk about achiever, sporting achiever. The body is a tool to do what you want on the tennis court. And I'm not really, I've just realized this year, I've not really got a much of a relationship with my body at all, and certainly not very kind. Like my, my, my girlfriend's always, I'm always stretching like to get rid of aches and pains, but she says, you do that quite like harshly. And I'm like, oh, uh, that, that's just what I've learned. That if you do it like that, scar tissue goes away. So, so I've realised that I'm a bit harsh with my body, and so just just all the settling down and light coming in, breathing. That's really been helpful. Slow down, and and I've, I've probably had the quietest year of my life because of COVID. No sport, hardly any work. Quieter, slowing down. I don't like it, but it's like you know. 
Lessons yeah, probably would have otherwise been like the hardest year yeah. ever. Probably, yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, so it's stuff like, um, trying to breathe out the fear, just, just sort of relax, settle into my body, and and not, and I don't want to go in. There's so much we don't have much time, but you you talk about the inner game of tennis, which I'm right into, which is self one is the doubtful. You know, worrying self and self two is the natural self, um, and it's written by Tim Galway. And, and in tennis, it's easy. I, I'm in self two all the time, so I realise that that I'm totally in self one when it comes to my allergies, which is panic, worry, try and fix, doubt, doubt the body, worry, self doubt, and and that's been a huge eye opener. So stuff like lying my side for five minutes and and it's okay. It's, it's, I mean that, that might sound like nothing but when you can't get to sleep and you're in the one position you desperately want to lie on your side yes and so it's well it's like, an it's a very interesting point you're making because I've used that same analogy of, of what Tim Galloway's used with the inner game of tennis and so what Steve's referring to is like when we let go and surrender to the higher self, we let go and surrender to, you know, the one in us who does know how to hit the ball, the one in us who does know how to get that backhand. It's the same thing as surrendering to the one in us that knows how to heal. So there's the self that lives in fear where there's certain hormonal arrangements, certain digestive contraction, certain uh, even musculoskeletal contraction. It's a certain arrangement in the body that inhibits health or creates a massive flare up in the immune system. So we're quote, chemically sensitive and have this disposition. When we're in a different state, you can think of it as a different self. That self is calm, I'm well, I know who I am, I do know what to do. I, we're, we're surrendering to this higher self. Um, there's a whole different arrangement in the nervous system, the digestive system, the immune system, the musculoskeletal system that lets everything in your body operate very differently. So instead of the reactive chemical sensitivity and then the suppressing anger, reflux, uh, or all of the food allergies and then musculoskeletal back pain, there's an entirely different picture in the physical body. The body can move through the world resiliently. The body can release toxins and detoxify without us even being aware that that process is happening. Uh, we can remain calm. We can digest our food fluidly, release what we don't need, take in the nutrients we do. Now, this is like a quantum shift. We're not turning your liver into a cat. We're turning the, the unhealthy cells into healthy, vibrant cells, the, the inflamed in, uh, immune system into a balanced immune system. So it's a small shift, but it makes a massive, massive difference in symptoms or how we experience life, how much health and vitality, whether you can sleep at night, which, you know, has now been able to happen versus, you know, you had 10 years of sleeping, sitting up. That's like kind of a nightmare that the body can't work the way it was designed. So I think it's a fascinating thing. And certainly one of the things I've brought to the Embracing Health program is how do we shift into self too? How do we live from self too, instead of living in the program, the one who's in fear, the body that's reactive and the digestive system that's shut down and try to manage that? How do we shift into the, um, the, the space of resilience in the body where there's health? So really good job on you for like even receiving this work, stepping into it, choosing it, and then 
participating and noticing what's possible in your body. Thank you, yes. And thank you to you too. Um, I'll have to, we'll have to say a little bit about my experience of embracing health. Sure, anything you want to share. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, it, it was really good. I mean, one tip for people who, who are like, I, I tend to sign up for five things at once. <laughs> so um, I wouldn't do that. I would, <laughs> I, I, I would um, it was just, just the right amount of um, videos and check-ins and, and that, that was great. Um, and so I really appreciated being able to focus and, and not be super busy with work and super busy with missing things because it was definitely a, I mean, you talk about a transmission, it was definitely a kind of dripping effect and, and, and sort of I need to hear that again and I, I need to practice and I need to hear it again. So that, that was really good. Certainly you couldn't do it. And, and I mean, I plan to do it for years, not, not just, it's not something you can do in a month. <laughs> For me, I mean, I guess you can have a sudden breakthrough at any at any second if, if you're um, if you're in the right consciousness. So so yeah, that was that was really really good. You you had planned it would take years and and it hadn't it hadn't taken obviously years. Well, that's right. That's right. Exactly. Um, well, you you get you you, you when kind of gives up hope when you've been kind of struggling for ten years plus. I'm a fixer, which means two months is a long time. So I was, I'd almost given up. It was like, okay, th this is just something I'm never going to get away from kind of thing. Um, yeah. It, it, I think a lot of people are in that place that they almost given up where you're like, I'm just going to have to manage. Because if we're living in self one, you that's all you got. It's going to be this way. This is what's happening in your body. This is your disease. This is your condition. This is what you've got to do. And most doctors aren't aware although it has been extensively studied with really great data and, and research, what happens when we shift physiologically. And, and George is asking, how do you surrender the, to the intense sensations when you think something's gonna happen? We can speak to this a little bit. And I think with chemical sensitivity, maybe as much as anything else, we it's almost like we think we, we've got to clamp into fear and, and manage and handle this and, go into the contraction because like you could die and you could go into anaphylaxis. I've had clients who are very, very sensitive and have had that reaction. Would you um, want to maybe speak to that a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, for, for me, um, it's always been, I would describe it as not terrible, like maybe a five out of 10, but once you react, it goes on for 30 or 60 days. So it's not it's not as bad as like if you pull a muscle that's worse but i know it's going to last two days and then i know i can stretch and i know in day five i can be playing sport again so i just ignore it for two days and i know what to do <laughs> this is this is the kind of it's the kind of worry about it going on for months for, for me so even when my reflux is bad it's 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 like it's bearable it's just once it starts it doesn't go away for a while so for me it's like it's like I've, I've tried to go with this kind of 48-hour rule, which is like, okay, it's the middle of the night, whatever's happened, it's, it's sore, but it's going to go away in 48 hours. If you, if you manage it, if you know, don't drink three cups of strong coffee or something that you know is going to exacerbate it, and just, just try and breathe and, 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 and not panic, because it's, it's the kind of panic that makes it worse, and it lasts for a month. Well, this is a, a really important thing to speak to with especially intense sensations that you know 
could really amplify into something really uh, very hazardous. And this is the rewrite we're doing in the system to access the space where the body can come into harmony from the space where you're like, I'm not so sure. So part of it is connecting within the body as you're doing, you know, whatever you're doing. I mean, sometimes you got to get to the hospital, like you had severe asthma, you got to get some albuterol and open up the airways. Great. But who are you being on the way to the hospital? And like you've shared, Steve, being in the, oh my gosh, what's about to happen would actually send it all into a massive amplification. But what you have learned to embody and how to access self to could curtail that and actually stop that from becoming the very, very severe episode it would have otherwise become. So when we learn how to communicate with the body in a new way, doesn't mean you just sit there and go, well, I can't breathe, but let me just wait till it gets better. You're you're doing whatever you're doing, but you're also in the inner game of the inner connection and uh, you, we, we actually can see, whoa, I could veer off in that direction or I can make a new choice. So there's a lot we learn and how do you find that new choice? How do you find and deepen the connection within your body so your body can begin listening to the new self uh, your body is actually very responsive. And have you found as well, Steve, your body's become more responsive to that inner connection than you were, say, a year ago before you started embracing health? Um, yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to think of an, of an example. Um, I mean, um, you know, I often have, um, I've, I've, I've had a lot of energy clearing, by the way, like months of just energy clearing, I wouldn't have known it was energy clearing before. Lots of, um, I mean, one thing that's um, it's a bit of a, a funny example, but when we were doing one of the exercises and we're letting light through, I mean, I, I often wonder, remember I started off saying I was sit sitting down for six months when I tore my Achilles, which means I'm not speaking. Just before that, I had been going to lots of seminars and going to Tony Robbins events with 10,000 people, loads of energy. Then I sat down for six months. So we were, we were doing this exercise, you and I was letting the energy come through and I fell asleep. And 10 minutes later, I woke up and I had loads of reflux and stomach gurgling and stuff. And I thought, I mean, just out of the blue, you know, out of the blue. And all I did was, I, I think this is energy, nothing to do with what I ate. And I just went clear, 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 clear. And it just went away. And I thought, I wonder if, you know, 10% or 90% of this all along has been energy needing to be cleared. And so that that's a a huge shift for me mentally. Okay, clear some energy first. You know, do whatever it is you do. Um, uh, um, lots of breathing. Um, maybe when I haven't done sport as well. I'm I'm used to playing loads of tennis, so I probably get energy out that way. So it's it's making sure I'm doing a dance or something around the room if I'm not able to go out and get it i mean i'm an expert who's been sitting here quietly for a year so i need to get the energy moving yeah well i'm really glad you were able to find a way to allow that and to allow that shift and i want to thank you for coming and sharing with the community what your experience has been i know you said it's not something you're you're used to doing so um i just really want to say thank you it's been great there haven't been a lot of men in the uh embracing health group there have been several um but it was great i wanted to include you know at least one in here so that um, people can have a different perspective. And, and you certainly do bring a different perspective of who you are and what you've been through with this. So 
Um, any last comments of maybe uh, what you'd have to say to someone considering this approach who may, you know, may be wanting to evaluate this work or this program? It's, it's been invaluable for, for me, Kim, honestly. I, I've done so much other stuff, but not in this um, modality. I really, I really feel um, you, you just shine out as a master at this work, for sure. Um, I have, I'm really just trying to say that for people who have done lots of other stuff, don't be thinking, oh, I've done lots of other stuff. This has been uh, really, you know, one of the most um, deep and meaningful things that I've done. And I, I feel I've done it for me 100% and my body, not, oh, that'll be handy for a client. Quite often it's, that'll be handy for a client and I might have a wee look at it as well. So this has been um, really good for me. And the whole process, the, 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 the depth, it's worked really, really well. Um, and I'm really, a, a, I prefer to be in person with 100 people. So I, I might, I might, you know, if, if you're thinking, I mean, this has really worked. As somebody who's not much of a stay-at-home online person, this has worked great. So um, I really want to thank you for, for that. Oh, thank you. That was really, really beautiful. And Janet said, thank you, Steve. It's so great to hear your story. I love the way you express your realization that you had all that energy to be released. That's, that's a really insightful thing for many, many people. Alicia said, this work also helped me with my acid reflux. I can't remember the last time I took stomach medication. That's fantastic. Yep. And a lot of times there's just like suppressed emotions in the body that directly affect the secretion of acid, directly affect the secretion of enzymes, directly affect what's happening in even the laxity of the esophageal sphincter that closes off the stomach contents. Um, a lot of people don't realize our cells are constantly listening. So beautiful. Well, thank you, Steve, for being a part of this today and, and sharing. We really, really appreciate. Natalie said, it's nice to hear from this lovely man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you've been really fantastic. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kim. Thank you to everybody. I, I appreciate you getting a chance to express it. And uh, thanks again for the experience. Okay, well, I'm going to answer a few more questions here and we'll let, we'll let Steve go. And okay. thank you so much for sharing. Okay, cheers. Bye, Kim. Awesome, awesome. Regina, I, I so resonate with all the fear. This is uh, kind of like a universal um a universal piece lisa goodwin kim is a master at this work thank you sweet lovey uh, and i want to look at yes yeah, someone in facebook said who are you being on the way to the hospital wow this brought up a lot of emotion for me inner connection doesn't mean to ignore what's going on in your body yep i think a lot of people think they're separate like either i'm just vibrational i'm not physical so i ignore the physical and let me just like focus within. But that's not actually what uh, is the, the equation at all. <laughs> and I think it can be hard, like, well, how do we tie it together? And, and the thing for me that's really made this easy is I don't see them as separate. I understand that my physical body is a reflection of what's happening energetically. They're not separate things. It's one thing. And it can be um, dealt with energetically as well as physically, not in separation, not as separate things. Oh, Mary, big wow on expelling energy before entertaining the daily 
Ir the day's irritants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if we're just, we're just uh, trying to protect ourselves from the environment or medicate or whatever, um, but we're not actually looking at what's generating this much sensitivity. When there's that much fear in the body, there's going to generate that much inflammation and protection. Like, <gasps> I can't breathe that. <gasps> this is not okay. And then the body goes into like potentially anaphylaxis trying to uh, protect itself from these um, chemical irritants. And I'm telling you, there's plenty of toxicity in the environment. It's not that these things are non-toxic. It's just how can you activate your body's ability to move through and detoxify with resilience versus the overreactivity and life-consuming reaction with severe chemical sensitivity. Oh, Katie Rose, do I believe in parts work? I don't tend to operate that way, but it can be useful in some instances. Did he leave for good? Yes, He's, we, we've completed. If you have uh, other questions, you can let me know. Um, <laughs> thank you for sharing, Steve. Putting it mildly, I've had two and anaphylaxis. Oh, TBIs, mildly. <clears throat> two episodes of anaphylaxis. Georgia, so when dealing with any fear, is EFT the first tool to use? I, I wouldn't say that. Um, I actually have just a, the approach I've used is how you enter the moment, what's here? Because there may be some physical things to deal with. There may be some emotional things to deal with. Where my expertise has been is with like the chronic realm of things that aren't getting better no matter what you do. There's always, 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 100% of the time, energy that underlies them that isn't moving, whether it's stuck emotions like Steve talked about with like suppressing anger and then his stomach, you know, his, his stomach acid was going crazy um, or just the condition that's happening in, in the immune system or in individuals with um, autoimmune disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, severe pain, brain fog, you name it. Um, what are the energies being held in the body preventing that physical healing from happening? I love that person. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks. Thanks, Gemma. So Lisa said, when I realize I'm not doing one of the tools quite right, I have to remind myself. It's a journey and then it takes practice. I always tell people the tools are not to make yourself get better, to make a different thing happen. The tools are to nurture yourself through what you're experiencing so that resolution can happen through you. You're not healing yourself you are allowing the circumstances so the body can heal itself. We're going to go a lot deeper into all of this with um, the workshop tomorrow, actually. So this will be a free workshop we're doing. Um, it'll be about an hour and a half to two hours tomorrow at noon mountain time. The link is at drkimd.com forward slash workshop. Yep, drkimd.com forward slash workshop. And you can register for that. If you can't be there live, it is recorded. So you will receive the recording if you have registered. Let me put the link here. Can't wait for the workshop. Thanks, Georgia. Uh, so you can go and register for that if you'd like. It's free. If you aren't able to attend live, it will send you the um, replay. If you're watching this recording later, you can actually go to that very same link and you will be able to access the um, 
you'll be able to access the recorded workshop as well. So um, we just wanted to touch into some of these today and some of the understanding how powerful this work is for what may be happening physically, even with a known diagnosis of you have chemical sensitivities, you have these food allergies, your body isn't working in this way. It doesn't need to be a conclusion of this is your problem. It's a solid, static, unchanging thing that you've got to manage. That has never been true in my experience as a physician ever. What I've actually seen is the body is always able to have greater resilience. And to the degree we allow even slightly greater resilience, we can see exponential improvement in what's happening physically. So I'm excited to invite you to this work more deeply. You can join me for the workshop tomorrow if you'd like to um, dig in a little bit more specifically, ask more specific questions. Uh, we'll be working on a lot of um, specific tools that I'm using in the Embracing Health program and otherwise. Um, we are opening enrollment for the Embracing Health program. If you would like to join me for the year-long program, um, that is at drkimd.com forward slash health. And we have plenty of space in there for you if this resonates with you. So I would love to um, answer any questions. You can email us at support at drkimd.com. The link for the Embracing Health program is at drkimd.com forward slash help. Um, and I could also refer you back to some of the other interviews we've done, which was really incredible last week with Alicia, who suffered from severe depression, suicidal ideation, um, anxiety, also acid reflux for many years, um, and has had a resolution of, of all of the above through this work. Um, Jessica uh, Sullivan had really, really severe chronic fatigue syndrome, Lyme disease. Doctors told her, you know, there's, you're just going to have to keep taking these medications. Nothing was working uh, and is free from disease. I love the stories we've had. Um, Angelique Zimmerman shared. If you look on my YouTube channel, there are many of them there. Uh, and we've got one more next week, which will be very exciting. Next week, we will have um, Randy Liv. Um, Kimberly Hayworth also had an incredible, incredible story. Was it last week, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, Kimberly Hayworth was an amazing, amazing, um, just really heart centered, loving, authentic, um, share to share what her journey was with chronic illness and, um, what this work did for her. So whether, whether you're interested in, in joining the year program or you're like, just gonna use some of this approach in some way and you're like yeah i want a little more encouragement they're um really really valuable um videos to watch because it will really guide you through the process more fully all right thank you everybody for being here i'm at drkimd.com i'm very excited to join you each week live for mind body tv at 11 a.m mountain time and um we together are all expanding we are all awakening. We are all moving into greater resilience. I know over this next year with this next group in Embracing Health, I myself will have massive, huge expansion as I have over the last year with the last group. And I'm excited to see what's in store for us in the next year with this next group for what we're really stepping into, because we are all awakening to our wholeness. We are all awakening beyond fear. We are finding the courage to choose love and serenity and wholeness and let that feed and nurture the body and let that feed and nurture our lives instead of trying to white knuckle it, holding on to fear uh, and trying to manage, like I said before, from the self one conclusions, 
uh, that's really no way to live. And that's not how we're meant to live. So it is our birthright to be fully alive and to access this potential within us. So I'm excited to see what the next year holds with this amazing group in embracing health. Oh, we've got more. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so thank you for everyone who's joined live and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.